Hey, what's up, everybody? It's Dr. Catrice Austin, dentist to the stars. Tune in to Tanae Talks. If she's talking about it, huh, it must be worth talking about. Yeah. It's Tanae Talks. We're going to talk about it right Talks right here, we gon' talk about it right here. We gon' talk about everything you like. I'ma make it real, real clear. It's today talks right here. We gon' talk about it right here. I'ma talk about everything you like. I'ma make it real, real clear. Cause it's today talk. And I'ma talk about it. Yeah, cause it's today talk. And I'ma talk about it. Welcome to this edition of the Tanae Talks podcast. Remember, Tanae Talks and you listen. Today's episode is entitled Crazy Ass Stories featuring, featuring Sonny from the Keep It A Buck podcast. Today's show is brought to you by the following sponsors. BBE, a lifestyle brand. BBE specializes in public relations, artist management, artist development, project promotion, event planning, and media placement, connecting you to the right people in the right way. We are brand building. BBE is a lifestyle. Also, special thanks to Creative Hair School of Cosmetology for being a contributing sponsor to season four of the Tanae Talks podcast. Creative Hair School of Cosmetology is a Better Business Bureau accredited full service cosmetology school. Creative Hair has been serving the city of Flint, Michigan since 1999. That's 20 years of empowering students and beautifying a community. The mission is to create a rich educational experience in an effective training environment that empowers students to become licensed and professional uh, professionals in the beauty beauty industry. They can be reached at 810-787-4247. And last but not least, special thanks to Ebony Gibson, CEO of the I'm Building Something Consulting Agency, LLC. I'm Building Something helps you build your business the right way through business consultation, strategic planning, brand management, and small business community engagement. So we want to thank our so without further ado, i like to welcome Sonny from uh, the Keep It A Buck. And that's Buck. The C is with a scent sign. So don't get confused with that other Keep It A Buck. It's Keep It A Buck podcast with Sonny. So welcome to the show, Sonny. Thank you. Thank you for having me. So, Sonny, tell us a little bit about yourself and the Keep It A Buck podcast. What, what is that all about? Um, well, the Keep It Book podcast is a show about relationships, God, black men's emotions, self-awareness, and black women's value within our culture. So we pretty much tackle the things that, some of the things are obvious and need to be said, but people just don't say them. And then we especially deal with emotions and how our us and our culture are afraid to or are shunned from using the proper avenues to uh, display our emotions. Like and, therapy. And it's funny. Yeah, 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 for sure. It's definitely funny. That's that's the one of the main reasons I want to have I wanted to have Sonny on the show uh, to, to go over the crazy ass story. So, for the past few weeks for about a month and a half, Tanae Talks has been doing a contest called the Crazy Ass Stories Contest where I had listeners submit their most crazy stories that we're going to read and the top uh, four were selected to be read on the air today and also Sonny is going to select who he deems that who has the craziest story Sonny and I go way 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 and when I say way back (laughs) we go back like a long time like almost 20 years yeah I'm gonna say a couple decades yeah Oh, well, maybe Jesus. we shouldn't have said that. <laughs> a couple decades. <laughs> a couple years. Oh, Lord. Um, and Sonny is crazy. Like, I don't, y'all don't know crazy. him. He, you are hilarious. <laughs> He's hilarious. And I know that he has some crazy ass stories up in his repertoire. So I want to have him, have him on the say, uh, on the, on the show today, you know, to be a good judge of what is 
might be crazy a little bit off the rails. Yeah, I have heard some crazy stories. <laughs> he has heard some crazy stories. He's at, at has experienced some crazy stories, and he might be a part of a crazy story. So what he and I are going to do today is I'm going to share, you know, some personal crazy stories that I've experienced. We're gonna, he's going to share some stories, and then we're also going to read some of the submissions that were submitted today. So you ready? I'm ready. All right. (laughs) So I first wanted to start off with a crazy story of my own. And I have a few. And this has to do with dating. Mm. (laughs) I don't don't even know if you want to call it dating. As a matter of fact, I have two. One stems from high school. And so when I was in high school, Mm -hmm. I went to summer camp. And I went to summer camp. What? <laughs> your first mistake, summer camp. We from Flint. I don't know. They like know we from Flint. Summer camp. <laughs> was that a church? No. <laughs> oh, I, man, a real to, like salute your shorts. <laughs> Go ahead, my pick. I went to academic summer camp. For oh, those who don't nerd, know, nerd. I'm very smart. Okay. So I went to, I consider myself a blurred. I am a black nerd. And I every summer I would go to an educationally uh, focused camp, okay? Mm, okay. <laughs> so this particular camp was a math and science camp at the University of Akron. Okay. And when I went there, you know, it was people from the area. It was people, like, from the Midwest there. Mm-hmm. And so on the second to last day, they had a dance for us. So mm-hmm. you like a like a. How are you? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm following. How are you? Fifteen. Fifteen. Oh. Okay. Yes, I was fifteen. Was I fifteen? Yeah, because I was in the tenth grade, going into the eleventh grade. Okay. So the summer leading before the eleventh grade. Got it. So they had a they had a dance for us, and it's kind of like in the movies, right? You know, you see that one person, but the person I was checking for. Well, I, the nerd. No, I wasn't checking for a nerd. Well, we were all nerds. We were right. all smart. We were like... Was he at the dance? <laughs> was he in the camp? Yeah. So the nerd you was checking for. Go ahead. <laughs> Listen, we are cool nerds. Anyway, I wasn't checking... The person I was checking for, I don't know if they were checking for me, but then the person that is a part of this story, mm-hmm. they were checking for me, but I wasn't checking for them. Oh, got it, Anyway... So I go, we, they have this dance, and, you know, it's a super live. We're having a good time. And when I say nerd, when I say that I'm a nerd, I'm not, like, um, pretty and pink nerd. We're, like, like pocket protectors and nothing like right. that. You know what I mean? Like, we was cool. Right. We yeah, just was yeah, smart, yeah. you know? <laughs> Never wrong being a nerd. Right. So, anyway, in, this guy, I don't want to say his name because y'all might know who he is. We'll just say his name He's is. a rapper. And <laughs> <laughs> that's why I didn't know. Go ahead. <laughs> We'll just say his name is um, Leroy. Okay. That's the name I like to use. No, he's black. Okay. <laughs> so we'll say Leroy. So I'm, you know, doing a Flint Town two-step because mm-hmm. in Flint, that's popular. I noticed that most other people don't know what the Flint Town is. If you get it is. right in front of people, you'll be the talk of the town. I was the talk of the town. Because <laughs> they don't know what, like, how are you doing that? Yeah, they, they'd be so amazed. They want to know the science. <laughs> they want to know. So, like, a whole crowd was, like, formed against me. A like, dance what circle. is she doing? Like, oh, you, know, oh, shit. you know what I mean? I was killing it. A I was killing circle. it. And then, you know, they didn't call it twerking back then, but I knew mm. I was popping real good. You know, popping. Yeah. So I was doing that. So anyway, towards the end of the dance, Leroy comes up to me and asks for my number, exchange numbers. Now he was cute. He's the second to last day of camp. Y'all about to go back home, right? Yeah, we about to go back okay. home. So he asks, he thinks I'm cute. He exchanged my numbers. Mm-hmm. He's tall. He's light skinned. So he's going into his senior year, and I was going into my eleventh grade year. Okay. So um, I go back home. To Michigan, he lives in Ohio. So we, you know, we talk to each other. So summer camp ended on a house phone. Yeah, on a house phone. Okay, I was making sure. <laughs> I, we didn't have cell phones. I know. Back I was trying to make sure. I thought so. <laughs> well, wait a minute. I did my 11th grade year. I had got a Motorola, uh, Motorola with a green screen, mm. and I had like little Kim as my uh, ringtone. You had a car too. No, I have a car support. Oh, I'm about to say you was almost. I had the MTA. You was almost talking been. to the town. A cell phone oh. and a whip? <laughs> no, it was like bread, no butter, peanut butter, no jelly. Right. You know, okay. you can't have it all. So he was, so he started calling me. We started talking. We were talking. So camp ended like the first week of August. Mm-hmm. So as we're talking, he's like really liking me. And come to find out he had family in Flint. Mm. So he comes to visit me like over. Wow, <laughs> he didn't lie to the whole fam. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to come check it out. <laughs> 
Yeah, I'm gonna come up there. <laughs> so, <laughs> so he comes to see me. I still got Auto World. Auto World. Go ahead. He comes. Auto World. Auto World was completely gone at this point. This was like circa 2001, going into 2002. So he comes for Christmas. To come spend time time with me, but mm. he was being like super weird. But he was like super like in love with me, mm. and I didn't I didn't understand like how how <laughs> <laughs> so I remember he come and I have this on VHS. Dang. I have like his like my mom had got me the previous Christmas was it the previous Christmas? Yep, 10th grade. My mom had got me a VHS camcorder. So I recorded mm. everything during mm. this part of my life. So he comes to visit, and I wish I could, like, get a DVD to pull it up. Like, he was just being really weird. And you pos- recorded it? Possessive. Like, like, when he was at the house, like, you know, I got him on camera. Like You ain't just, just set it up in the corner, did you? No, like, oh, he saw right. me doing this. So we go to the movies, and he's being, like, possessive, and he's, like, feeling me like, I love you. And I'm possessive like, 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 you, like, you mine, like, oh, okay. you mine, like, you mine, like, me and you. Yeah. And it's like, what? <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, I'm kind of going along with it, but I'm really kind of feeling uncomfortable. Now, mind you, he was a senior, right. and I was a junior. Okay. So fast forward, we're still kind of talking on the phone, kind of back and forth up until he graduates. And right before he graduates, he tells me that he's going to go to the University of Michigan Flint. Oh, Flint. Oh, my God. To Flint. To be with me. Come on, Leroy. (laughs) He says he's going to be with me. So, again, Mm. I'm thinking, like, nothing of it, like. Oh, okay. That's not, well, well, let me let me backtrack. He told me he was going to the University of Michigan. He didn't tell me he had came there for me yet. Wait, that's later okay. on the story. So he tells me he's going to the University of Michigan Flint. I'm like, oh, that's cool. You know, I'm shocked. Like, right. why? But yeah. I'm still not registering to me. So that was at the end of the year. So fast forward to fall. Mm-hmm. So fall rolls around. He's a freshman in college. A I'm a senior. Okay. So he in calls me to let me know that he's in town. So at this time, University of Michigan Flint did not have dorms uh-huh. at the time. So he ended up getting a, an apartment across the street. There were apartments across the street mm-hmm. from U of M. They're still there. And so he moves there. So he's like, come see me. So at the time, I was kind of scared. Like, did you have a car? No, I'm still okay. on the MTA, which I had to actually walk by those apartments, leaving Central to get down to the MTA bus station. Mm, even more scary, <laughs> this nigga looking out the window. Class so schedule. I end up having my homeboy, who's actually the host of Carefree Black Nerd Podcast. I don't even know if he remembers this. His name is Andre. I was like, Andre, can you come with me over to this apartment? Like my, to, you, my, to the dude Chris. To Leroy's I, You know He wants me to yeah, come see him Andre, Can I cut like, on this podcast <laughs> Yeah of course I mean, Andre fucked up <laughs> Go ahead <laughs> So We You know We don't We both don't have a car So we leave Central To walk down the street Down Kersley mm-hmm. To go and see old boy So I get over there And He has a wad of money Like on mm. The dresser And I'm like Oh you're really here And then He's kind of like I remember Andre being in the living room. I went back in the room, and he's, like, telling me, like, I haven't seen you, and I moved here for you. Mm. And I'm like, what? <laughs> like, why? <laughs> like, I, I wasn't even checking for him like that. Like, the person that I was feeling during that right. time ended up being my son's father later on in the future. Mm. So I really, I'm literally visualizing Leroy as a friend, not like a romantic interest. Not seen that two-step. <laughs> It changed his life. Mm. He had to have it. The nigga moved <laughs> two states. <laughs> moved over two <laughs> states to be with me. And so we kind of had a little feud. We kind of had a little exchange of words. And I didn't hear from him after that. Uh, he ended up only doing one semester at U of M Flint. And then he moved back home because his literally his whole intention was to be with me. I'm going to make sure when my son old enough to hear this story because like, he's going to be in some trouble <laughs> to do something like this. <laughs> If he does something like that, yeah, you're wasting my money on that tuition. You know how much tuition? Yeah, you know how much tuition is there? Tuition is high as hell. Go go for a, a, a semester chasing a girl and then loser. At least and you never her. had sex with her. Let's put that out there. He didn't beat. On, he didn't beat. I had to, I hate to, have to say that to my son, but you ain't beat. Like. I did not have sex with this man. I did not. I didn't even let him. You know. Lick on me Like none of Whoa, this she's like, even. <laughs> That's a privilege Is that Sorry to cut you off <laughs> yeah. But when I went to Different places uh-huh. People from different Like New York And different areas Girls would be virgins But will 
allow and perform oral sex. I feel like where we was from, like you was having sex before you was given oral sex. You were having sex before. Uh, um, I feel no? like where where we're from, because I didn't have teen sex, right? So I don't know, but based on what I. Ex- Looked around, you know, everybody was having sex before they. I remember a dude that you know, I won't say no names. That was like his, him giving head was like his entryway. He went to your school? Huh? He went to your school. He was my school. Oh, man. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know you're talking about. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. ahead. But that was his entryway. But it was was a taboo, is what I'm saying. It was. It was To have sex was like cool, but like, you know what I'm saying? To go down on somebody. It was like, like, yeah. Especially if a girl was doing it, it was like she was was, literally considered a whore. Right. But now, like, it's all the rage. Right. That's wild. My bad. Go that ahead. is wild, though. It's crazy. So I didn't even, none of that happened. I think I kissed him when he came for Christmas. Yeah. I kissed him at the movies. But for him to, like, move to go to a school to be with me, that's nuts. So. You know where you at now? Funny that you ask. So years later, so one of my best friends is from the town where he's from. I okay. end up meeting one of my best friends at that summer camp. Okay. And we're best friends to this day. Nerd and. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> Shut up. So he told me not long after like college, he that that guy got married and is married and has like five kids. And okay. he was like, Yeah, that would have been you. Good for him. Good for, Good him. for both of y'all. Shout out to you, Leroy. I don't want to say your your real name. My man Leroy. Uh people I, know you, but if I ever get that VHS converted to DVD, y'all will I, see. I can't be with that. Y'all will see <laughs> that. So now I'm gonna this is a listener from Flint. Okay. That submitted a story. I know this person. You think? You, the person that submitted it, submitted it on behalf of their mom. So I don't know if you know their mom, mm. but mama you might know the person. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> How you know her mama a freak? <laughs> no, no, that was one more people. Unless we gonna hear. Okay, this isn't a sexually based story, but it is kind of wild, like especially with like sex and human trafficking going on right now. This basically this happened to her mom when her mom was in her teens. Mm -hmm. So her mom basically could have been a victim of sex trafficking that's going on now. So it says I don't feel bad. I laughed for the story even started. Now, go ahead. Okay, I'm sorry. The other ones won't be as deep as this. (laughs) It says one night my sister and I went out to the bar when the bar was over. I tried to start my car. But so they weren't like teens; they were like in their early twenties. Okay, I tried, <laughs> yeah, right. I tried to start my car, but the battery was dead. Being a young country girl from the south, I was naive about being out late and talking to strangers. After a few tries and few tries, and I was still unable to get my car started, I asked a gentleman if he had some jumper cables. He said. Sure. For sure, I got you. I got you, boo. You know what I mean? So he went to his car as though he was going to get the jumper cables. His friend got out and offered to take a look to see if that was the actual problem. Unbeknownst to me, the first guy went back to the car to get a gun. It got real. When the when the second man was looking under the hood, the first man came behind my sister and put the gun in her back. Mm. This is wild. They both looked and laughed at us and ordered us to get into the back seat of their vehicle. We drove around the city for what seemed like forever, and finally they stopped at a house in a very bad neighborhood. The first man that offered his help got out of the car and went into the house while the second man held the gun to us in the back seat. My sister and I were terrified, and I pleaded with the man, let's Oh, just let's go. Like, why is you doing this? That's what I would have said. Like, why is you doing this? He laughed in my face and said that we weren't going anywhere until until him and his friend had finished doing what they had planned to do. The man who first offered his help came outside and got back in the car. He had a small brown bag rolled up in his hand. His friend asked, hey, man, did you get the stuff? His reply was yes, and it looks like it's going to be really good. This coke is, out Go ahead <laughs> It seems like it might be cocaine Yeah Or heroin It was in a bag mm. I don't know So the man opened up the glove box And pulled out a black pouch Inside the pouch was a needle And a oh spoon And a long rubber strap And some cotton balls This is definitely heroin Yeah Crack the case He <laughs> <laughs> Right He unrolled the brown bag And five packs of powder fell out That's right He wasn't heroin at it. Well dang I knew 
As if I didn't read this before. Okay. The guy continued to fix up his drugs and then injected them in his arm. After nodding off for a little while, they pulled over to the side of the road to switch seats, and the second man did the same thing. Wow, they got high right in front of them. That I would have been terrified. The man driving started to go into graphic detail about everything that him and his friend planned to do to my sister and I. My sister was hysterical, and I knew that it was up to me to get us out of this situation and that she would be little to no help. As we continued to drive down the street, we, we were stopped at a red light. I took my sister's seatbelt off and whispered in her ear, jump. She began to cry very hard and started shaking her head no. The light turned green and we started to roll again. A few minutes later, and we were stopped by another red light, I nudged my sister, begging her to please jump, but she couldn't. She was too afraid. Seeing that the man in the passenger seat was now starting to nod off, I knew it was now or never. I had two small children at home and was going through a divorce. I had to make sure that my kids did not lose their mother. As soon as the light turned green, I opened my door and jumped out the car, leaving the leaving my sister behind. Damn. <laughs> I mean, she had two kids. Right. Just <laughs> and her kids. Yeah, you don't got, I keep the family lineage alive. Go ahead. So I got off I got off of the ground and ran as fast as I could, not looking back. I ran and ran and ran until I came across the gas station. I went into the gas station and literally jumped over the counter. I begged and pleaded with the cashier to call the police, and I told him that I was being chased by two men and that they had my sister. The young white man was very alarmed at and at one moment looked as though he was going to call the police on me. I was okay with that Facts. as long as help was coming. Well, that's messed up. We as black people, like, we coming for help. And then. I mean, you did have behind my counter. I mean, but still, I, obviously, something's going on. I'm on. Yeah, I want to figure it out. I'm going to call 911. <laughs> I'm, I don't know if you're the victim yet. Let's, so let's, let me let them sort it out. This is true. And this was Flint. So, yeah. I mean, come on. And it's after the club. It's late. You drunk. Yeah, you could you be smell like heroin. <laughs> you definitely do. Okay, so after five minutes or a little later, it could have been longer, the white man looked down at me and said, shh. Be quiet. I heard the door to the gas station open and then a strange and familiar voice spoke. Hey, my man, have you seen a pretty light-skinned black girl with a curly afro come this way? The white man replied, nope. It's been really quiet tonight. I haven't seen anyone. The familiar voice said, oh, okay. Well, my girlfriend and I got into a fight, so if you see her, tell her I'm sorry. The white man said, okay, no problem. And then I heard the door to the gas station open and close again. The white man looked down at me and said, I saw your sister. She's still in the back seat. I got their license plate number. I'm calling the police now. I burst into tears crying so hard because I was relieved that my sister was okay. After about 10 minutes passed and still no police, I began to worry. I stood, as I stood in the lobby of the gas station waiting, the car, which was, just made, which was just my place of imprisonment, turned into the parking lot. I said, oh, no, and leaped back over the counter. This time, when the door opened, I heard another familiar voice saying, excuse me, sir, can you please help me? I don't know where I am, and I don't know where my sister is. It was Pee Wee, my baby sister. She was okay. The men let her go after they realized that she was mentally slow and would not be as much fun as they thought she would be. They dropped her off and kept going. The police... Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm sorry. Yes. The mentally slow girl was in the club? <laughs> At the bar. Oh, okay. Her, it was a restaurant bar. It could have been. All right. I feel like this took place in the 70s because they said, like, curly afro. I mean, though, all the afros are back, but the person that submitted Yeah, this, this seems old. This yeah. seems very old just based on the nature of the things. But, I mean, slow people, if her sister was slow, they wouldn't have fun. I get it. I've never really seen it at the club, but as you said bar, maybe this is like Red Lobster. Yeah, it could have been. Yeah, all right. Or Mona's back then. Or okay. Arlene's. I'm sure they were open. <laughs> they, they were probably open. I don't know. So the police finally arrived. We were able to give the names and descriptions of the men, along with the description of the car and license plate. A little under a year later, I received a call from a detective stating that the two men had been caught. They were apprehended in a drug bust, and when questioned about our kidnapping, they began to tell on each other. I would later testify in both of their cases, and they both went to jail. This is, I wouldn't even sign up to come on this show if I knew that the story was going <laughs> to be this graphic and serious. This is like some stuff you see on Snapped in the... First 48? Yeah. Uh, that's the only one that we have. When the like nigga that. got the hair on out the... Out the, <laughs> out the pouch? Yeah, I'm like, okay. This story is... <laughs> it's going it's a, a little... Too real. Yeah, it got real. So, Sonny, like... 
what did you like what are your immediate thoughts of that story it's scary for one um i'm i don't know why they chased her i was thinking i was thinking in both situations like because i'm not a criminal let right. me just say that <laughs> let's start there but just the way that they think i'm like well why would y'all do that like and she left her sister. That was kind of she left her sl- her slow sister. Yeah, that's the plot twist of it all. Because you're thinking like, okay, man, she got two kids. I understand. Like at the beginning of the story, like I understand why she need to preserve her life. But then at the end, when you find out like that the sister had a little challenges, I, it's I like, mean, it's, it's a, a double edged sword though. That may have been a reason why she wasn't able to act herself though. Yeah, you know I mean? or so. why her sister was definitely afraid to just like jump out the right. car. So, you know, maybe she didn't under, she knew she was scared, but now how serious, like the magnitude of like, we need to jump out this car. So I don't know. That could be it. So, Sonny, go ahead and let's share a tale of one of your crazy stories. Won't be no hair on it. (laughs) (laughs) I hope not. You don't see, Um, you look clean. Yeah, I'm clean. (laughs) Nothing over here. Um, Just liquor because there's a lot of liquor involved in this story. (laughs) All right. um, So this is 2000 and... Probably seven, two thousand eight. So right. I'm 23, 22, 22, 23 years old. So we grown. Yeah, I'm staying in Chicago, and it's me. Let me see. Do I can I say their names? If they allow you to, will they be? Yeah, I can say their names. It's nothing incriminating against them. All right. If it is, they brought it on themselves. <laughs> <laughs> um, Thanks. it's me. Me and Troy were staying in Chicago at the time, mm-hmm. and then let's just call him. Yeah, homeboy A. Homeboy B and Chris okay. come down to visit us. And then we got another homeboy that stays there. So Chicago homeboy. Mm-hmm. But he's from Flint. You know all of them, I think. Mm-hmm. But anyway, so we end up going to a spot. So that makes six of us. Five of us rode in Troy's car. Mm-hmm. And then the other dude drove himself. So we went to the spot called Dragonfly. We all had fun in there. Had a bunch of drinks. You know what I'm saying? When you 22, 23, that's all you do is that's it. drink. And you want to come out. You wanna, when you drink, you don't go for tipsy. You go for drunk. <laughs> you go for drunk. So of course we were drunk. But. Uh, Chicago homeboy says I got some chicks At the Double Tree Hotel Okay You know what I'm saying They're looking for some company So we like bet You know what I mean Of course For sure And he has always had like chicks You know what I'm saying Had chicks around So we trusted him And But Troy's ex-girlfriend Is In town But at a At another hotel A couple blocks away So we drop him off Then we go to the Double Tree Right We go to the Double Tree I said we, we 22, 23 years old Right, right? Man it's like four ladies in there, and they got to be close to forty. <laughs> if they're not, if they're not, whatever I thought close to forty was. Like telling the story now, I'm thirty three years old, and when I used to tell the story, I'm like, man, all the women was thirty five, and I made it seem old then, but right. they don't seem that old to me now. All right, but they seem a lot older and not in the best of shape. Oh, they didn't really look. I don't really understand how we made the connection. So, Wait, so let's pause. So of course y'all 22, 23. Yeah. He said he got chicks. Yeah. He uses the term chicks yeah, we at ready. the Devil Tree. We ready. So y'all thinking y'all about to get some more 22, 23 year olds. We ready. We had a, it was a condom <laughs> count before we went out. I, I knew I knew it was a running record of how many condoms we had. Right. Left. Dick was already on. Yeah, we had lost one before we had, y'all. We had lost a condom to a casualty, so that's one that was down. <laughs> So dick's on strong. Huh, nah, not yet. With anticipation. I was drinking, you know what? I was drinking light, so probably. Okay. Back then, so probably. Um, it was until I got to the room. Okay. So it was a nice hotel, room. too. So you know what? You're probably right. I'm like, these are going to be some elegant It's chicks. about to go down. Yeah. Getting there, they just wasn't for me. I'll say that. <laughs> How so, did y'all play this song? Um, it was so many of us. It was what? Five of us, right? Four of them, so that's a lot in the, in the hotel room, anyway. Right. So when we left, it wasn't so weird. So me, um, homeboy A, and Chris right. leave the room. Homeboy B and Chicago homeboy stay in the room. Okay. Okay. It ain't nothing freaking nothing like that mm-hmm. going on. But actually, Chris was talking to one of them um, who was a teacher, and and he was talking about his kids, and he got to show the pictures of his kids. Wow, awkward. But he he scrolled and he scrolled one too far, and it was his dick. <laughs> <laughs> and all I heard was, "You keep pictures like that next to your kids." <laughs> How she gonna give y'all a lecture? And she up here at the hotel room. I mean, she <laughs> it wasn't a burlesque house. <laughs> So, me, Chris, and Homeboy A goes downstairs to the lobby, right? Right. So, this is where it gets tricky. Remember, Troy is gone. He's at a, a, another hotel with his, with his girlfriend, ex-girlfriend, whatever they were at the time. Um, homeboy, Chicago Homeboy 
and homeboy B mm-hmm. are upstairs in the room with the ladies. Right. Me, Chris, and homeboy A are downstairs. Right. Homeboy A is going through a relationship thing, right? Mm-hmm. So the fact that he's out of town, period, out this late, you know how that is. And so they going back and forth the whole time. Mm-hmm. They're not arguing, but she just really want to check for you. Where you at? Yeah, where you at? So he's on. He's pretty much he's there, but he's not there because he's on the phone the whole time. Mm-hmm. So we in the lobby, and we kind of just waiting to leave for them to come back down. However long they're gonna be, and. It was these two girls sitting across from him or whatever. We didn't say nothing to him. And eventually somebody said something to him or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, we laughed. And then we said, how old are you? It, mind you, it's probably two Chicago clubs let out late. So it's got to be 2.30 to 3. Okay, in, in the morning. morning. And they said at the same time, 16. Ooh. I, said, I, just, <laughs> I just turned away. I didn't say another word to All him. right. Chris got up. Got on the elevator and left. Right. Because he didn't want to be a subject. Period. He went back up to the room. So now it's me and homeboy eight on there, right? Mm -hmm. So maybe two minutes after he left, they left. I don't know what they had going on, but why they was out there late, but they were out camping. Prostitution. Man, for real. (laughs) Now that I think about it. All right. um, It's a double treat, though. So he probably made a lot of money. But um, (laughs) they were out camping to get them. So Mm -hmm. I'm just sitting there bored or whatever. At this time, there wasn't no Instagram. So it wasn't nothing to really do on my phone. MySpace was still out. Yeah, but, but, but people didn't have crazy. apps on their phone like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, it, it wasn't like it, right. Yeah. By the way, oh, I got another. Okay, I found <laughs> my next story. But anyway, jeez. Um, so these two girls walk in, right? Mm-hmm. These two girls walk in and they ask some questions. I think they said like, "Where's the bathroom?" Which is weird because they were standing there. One of them was fine, and one of them, one of them was cute or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I don't know what made me do it, but I just went with them. You know what I'm saying? I went. I got on the elevator with them. I started talking to them. Hey, what, where y'all go tonight? They told me where they went. I told them where I went. Did y'all have fun? Boom, boom, boom. We just having casual conversation. All right. So I think this is what really flipped it and helped me. We was going up, um, and two gentlemen got on the elevator, and they smelled like the cheapest weed you can find, Ugh. and they was just corny. Mm-hmm. They was corny, and it just made me look so much cooler because I wasn't on them like that. They was right. corny. They asked to take a picture with the girls. The girls were like, no. Nah. Who like, does that? Know. Right. I don't know, y'all. <laughs> so the niggas got off the elevator, and as the doors was closing, they took a picture anyway. Right. <laughs> so I'm in that picture somewhere. Shout out to you, my man, whoever, <laughs> whoever got that picture. So um, so they like like, one of them said, we, will, we still got a half gallon of, uh, oh, man, it was probably Absolute or something. We still mm-hmm. got a half gallon of Absolute upstairs or whatever i said Psh, oh i'm coming with y'all not really expecting them to be like yeah yeah stranger but they looked at each other it was like all right come on so i'm elated <laughs> of <laughs> so, course so um chris went back downstairs one time and he asked homeboy a where's sonny at but he was so on the phone he mm-hmm. like I don't, I, don't I don't know he went with some girls i called chris but I'm with them, so I don't want to sound too boom, 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 and I don't want to bring all them niggas. So I'm like, yo, I got some chicks, you know what I'm saying? They're on the 40th floor, on the 40th floor, coming to the 40th floor, 4102, 4102, boom, mm-hmm. boom, boom. And I hang up right quick, so I can come back to kicking it with them. So Chris is now under the impression that I am with the 16-year-old girls. <laughs> and he went to Homeboy A, who was no help. <laughs> So he's panicking. Oh, he he gets, think you about to go to jail? Yeah, for, yeah. He goes back up to the room where Chicago homeboy and homeboy BR. Yo, matter of fact, Chicago homeboy had left or was heading out. Yo, we gotta go get Sonny. We gotta go get Sonny. He with some sixteen year old girls right now. We have to go get him. Right. So eventually, um, I think I had my phone on silent because I was kicking it with the ladies. Yeah. <laughs> so I think I had my phone on silent. It was panicking, but they finally found me or whatever, and they were grown up. They weren't. They the sixteen year old. Yeah, they right. weren't the sixteen year old. They were grown up. Something happened after that, but I don't know if that's a story for <laughs> So <laughs> you put it like this. Oh what? The the condom count reduced by three, but only one condom was used. Not to say that there was unprotected sex. <laughs> so, all right. So one of the girls that I end up Having yeah, doing the no pants dance with, yeah. Mm-hmm. But when we kind of got it started, people was in the room, right? So right? Right? Decided to leave, but a couple of homeboys thought if she gonna give it up in front of people, maybe it's like more to give to more people. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was. <laughs> so it was so like a train. One of, no, they but they came over to approach the situation. She yeah. was like, nah, but like. One of the homeboys had already put the condom on his dick. <laughs> so that's how fast he moved. I'm like, I'm, why did the toilet flush? <laughs> oh, and the condom was breaking. But I had a condom count in my head. So I said, we got more. Yeah. It was in the hallway. Called my homeboy. Hey, 
let me get um one of them comps. He said, I don't have it. What? I said, what you mean? <laughs> he says, gone. I said, what you mean it's gone? I know you gave one on old boy, and then I had one, but we had like, I thought we had like two more. I used it. I said, huh? I said, hey, y'all in the hallway? What you mean you used it? Right. I put it on. So he was so ready. He, he put was it ready. on when, but yeah, that's. <laughs> so you got lucky that night. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, I said the counter broke. No, I didn't. But <laughs> no, no, no. There are no illegitimate babies nah, out nah, there nah, in, nah, 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 in Chirac. Wow, that was a very fascinating story. I'm <laughs> glad that you were with adults. I gla- I'm glad that you got with some women that were your age range. For sure, for sure. Age appropriate. Let me see ID. For sure. They were in the military. <laughs> All the time. So. All the time. The girls were in the military. Yes. So they was ready. You know the military chicks. I wasn't going to say it. DTF. But she said it. There we go. Okay. There we I'm go. just letting you know. I, I Listen, I didn't hurt. It came from me. It would have been? It, possibly, yeah. Okay, yeah, I'm going to just put it out there. Military chicks be yeah, DTF. Yeah. I don't know what's going on at boot camp. You know what it is? It's either you get married, because a lot of them end up marrying each other. Mm-hmm. You either get married or you just get sick of the dudes that's in there because all they're really trying to do is get pussy the whole time. They ain't really worry about They don't care about your safety. Unless it's a war and they got to go. Even then, they don't care. They just in there trying to get pussy. They're trying to bang. That's it. Okay, so, <laughs> Sonny, share one of our uh, reader stories. Where is now, this coming I, from? This is from Memphis. Should I say her name? You can say her name. Okay. This is from Jennifer W. I had a guy who used to come up to my job all the time. He was cute and flirty, so I decided to give him my number. This is from Jennifer, by the way. We recorded this yes. from Jennifer. It's not me. <laughs> this is one of the listeners, <laughs> Jennifer from Memphis. He was cute and flirty, so I decided to give him my number. We talked for a few weeks, then he asked me out. We went out, went to a bar for some drinks. He had too much of a good time because he got wasted and couldn't drive. I had to drive this grown-ass man home. Dang. On the way to his house, he threw up in my car. Mm. When I got to his house, I told I told him he was home and he got to get out. He tried to kiss me, yuck, and I dodged that shit. He refused to get out, mumbling about, come inside. Hell no. I finally just opened the passenger door and pushed his ass out on the curb, then he drove, and then drove off. He called me later and asked why I hadn't why I didn't give him any. <laughs> I told him because I didn't want to. Right. And I don't have his sloppy drunk ass. Was was a huge turnoff. He became belligerent, calling me all sorts of bitches and hoes. I ignored him the rest of the night. When I went to work the next day, he was there waiting on me. Wow. Stalker. I told him to leave and to leave me alone. He had cocaine residue in his nostrils <laughs> and what? said he was up all night thinking about me. Nah, bro. That's the cocaine. <laughs> For the next three weeks, he blew up my phone with texts and calls and would frequent my place of employment. I blocked it, I blocked his number and would get a, a new one. Dang. The calls finally stopped and I was so relieved. Two weeks later, my manager told me I had to train a new em- Nah. I had to train a new employee. <laughs> this man had ultimate... What? <laughs> Wait a minute. Don't tell uh, me. This man had the unmitigated gall to obtain a job at my place of employment. I feel like this person was white. I refused to. Tra- <laughs> I refused to train him <laughs> and told the manager why. When she asked, when she tried to let him go, he filed a complaint that she fired him because he was black. Mm. Oh, he was black. Yeah. Well, dang. The DM hired him back because he <laughs> wanted the complaint to go to go away. So I put my two weeks notice in. When my hellish two weeks were up, he showed up in my driveway yelling and beating on my door. Man, the cops should have been involved. Mm-hmm. I had to call the police on him. <laughs> when the cops got there, he was gone. A few days later, my roommate found a cigarette butts and beer cans outside my window. We think he had been creeping around our backyard looking in windows. He finally left me alone. But that was such a nightmare. Wow, wow. Jennifer. Jennifer what, first of all, where do you meet this dude at? Um, he's coming to her job. But I, I, I'm always curious. Like, where did they work? Like, do you think it was like right. fast food or some some in public service? Yeah, public service. Something, something. Yeah, something. Maybe in like the at the Kinkos. Something in the service industry. UPS store or something like that. Yeah, somewhere I can come in and, and, and flirt with you. She's, you know what? She was flirting. Oh, she went on a date with him. She so went she on a date him at first, and she probably thought he was fine. But then she, she probably thought he had a lot of energy, but that was the coke. <laughs> <laughs> that cocaine. That, that was natural energy. That cocaine, that's a hell of a drug. So we didn't have two drug induced stories. Right. 
I guess it ain't crazy unless drugs are involved. Exactly. You gotta be involved. The hard ones. We too. don't do drugs. She said he finally left me alone. I was such a nightmare. How, I want to know. I want to know how she sure. He seemed yeah. pretty good at what he was doing. The nigga, any nigga who can get to your <laughs> job, basically get you to leave your no, get, and then get them to rehire him. Yeah. After you tell them he got cocaine uh-huh. in his system, then he a bad boy. He a bad boy. So he might he might just be laying dormant. She might have to figure out where he at. You know, he might pop out on her for sure. And that leads me to believe he's not a crackhead because there's a difference between a crackhead and a cokehead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was functioning. So, yeah, he functioning. Yeah. He might wear suits and stuff. Yeah, he's actually pretty smart. Anybody who be like, you know, I'm going to file a lawsuit. Y'all yeah. trying to fire me because I'm black. First of all, how did that how work? How do you know? Because everybody else would have been black? like. How did that know. even work? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Her na- I don't know. Maybe she, she gives me the impression that you think she black. Jennifer? I don't know. Yeah. Yeah Jennifer's black I think she's black The only thing that caused me pause Was when she typed uh, unmitigated. unmitigated goal Yeah that, She might have been working At a law firm <laughs> That might be where he but was why is in. he there though Her, He pretty smart too <laughs> He knew the law He knew to file a lawsuit So yeah She might have been working At uh, Bernstein and Sons Or something <laughs> That's in Memphis Unmitigated Somewhere yeah. Unmitigated goal That was a very good word That she used Right I want to add that To my lexicon yeah, that was cute. So you got the unmitigated guard. Let me wait here for this damn this long for this chicken sandwich. Yeah, that's waiting on that Popeye. This is a mitigated, unmitigated, unmitigated goal. Mm. So we we're we're two stories in, guys. We have two more stories, and they're just you know they're just firing up. What's going on, young world? It's your man Mickey Wallace letting you know to tune in to the princess of the podcast, my homegirl Tanae talks. Because if she talking about it, it must be worth talking about. Go get them. So I want to share another crazy story. And this happened when I was 24 years old. Mm, And Sonny is actually, he was there. Huh? <laughs> you don't know indirectly. Well, you were there. And once I start telling the story, okay. you're going to realize. I, hope, I, I do remember a story. And I hope that this is it because this is a funny story. This is it. Is <laughs> this it winter? This is, de- yeah, my birthday is in February. Yeah, yeah, this yeah. This is yeah, definitely yeah. winter. Okay, go ahead. So for my 24th birthday, I, I was in grad school during the time, but I decided that. I'm out here. You know, what I mean? yeah. I'm educated and stuff. Sure. You know, I got degrees and stuff. <laughs> so I end up coming home because I was going to graduate school in Grand Rapids, Michigan, or Allendale, and there's not much to do there. So right. I was like, you know, well, I could have went to Chicago, but you don't want to go to Chicago in the dead of winter. So I was just like, I'm gonna come home. All right. So I come home and then I, I hang out with my god brother. At the time, I was part of a, a record label, so I hang out with the squad. Mm-hmm. You know, we all go to Sagano's, and we're having a good time. At the time, me and my boy, well, at that time, my boyfriend, we were broke up at the time. Mm-hmm. So it, it still was his. <laughs> Apparently, yeah. so he thought. So we're broke up, and I'm just trying to, you know, fucking girl, fuck him mm. with the fuck girl dress on. Right. I, the hat, it was the dead of winter. I had on the shortest dress you could yeah, think I'm of. I'm out here. <laughs> with, uh, I'm in grad school. Don't judge me. I'm, I'm out here. I had on the six-inch stilettos, which I would not do 30-plus today. Not about to wear them stilettos. In the winter. In the winter. Wild. With the shortest dress of my life cold, on. I'm know. not about to do it. And, you know, I had some micros. Micros was hidden back then. What was that? The hair? Yeah, you know, okay. the micro braids. Yeah. Everybody, everybody <laughs> had micros. So yeah. it was cute. So anyway, so I go out with the people, and then afterwards, it's like, dang, I still want something to do. I still right. want to hang out. It's your birthday. It's my birthday. Yeah. So Chris is involved in this story. Okay. Everybody's in this story. Yeah, Chris is, this is the second story Chris in. <laughs> he should have been on the show. <laughs> <For sure. laughs> so I have another story about Chris. <laughs> but anyway, so I'm like, dang, I don't want to go home yet. So I'm like, well... I'm going to go to karaoke. I love to go to karaoke. So I was like, Chris, go to karaoke with me. Christmas so, sing. Yeah, Christmas yeah. sing. And so we go to karaoke. We have fun. And so afterwards, at this point, I'm drunk because I've been drinking the whole time. Mm-hmm. Like, I've been drinking since the beginning. So Chris- and not to cut you off, but I, stay in, I was staying in Chicago at the time, but mm-hmm. I was visiting back home. And when I came back, I stayed with Chris. So go ahead. <laughs> so I'm at Chris' house while all this is going on. <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> That makes it even more funny. <laughs> okay, so so I'm I'm really 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 drunk at this point, and so Chris is worried about me. Right. You know, he's worried like he's I, a great guy. He's yeah. he's a really great guy. So he's worried like he don't want me to get no bad accident or oh, nothing. Yeah. And 
What's my, yeah, my mom was alive at the time. I'm thinking, like, what year is this? So, yeah, so he's so where we were was closer to where he lived yeah. than if I were to go home. For sure. So he's like, well, just follow me, you know, home. Follow me home so I, I don't want nothing bad to happen right. to you. It, know? Was, it, was, it was a blizzard. It was too. bad. Yeah, it was yeah. like a blizzard. Yeah. I you might have saved your life. <laughs> Keep going. Low key. <laughs> yeah. So, Chris saves my life. Now, mind you guys, Chris has been my friend since I was in the fifth grade. This is literally the homie. Right. But we get to the house and, well, to the apartment, and we're, I guess Chris was going through a relationship uh-huh. situation. I, I don't know what he had going on. So apparently his girl had been stalking him. It was it was it was his ex girl, but that was still hers. <laughs> apparently, <laughs> so I, it's what two in the morning. It's like two. Yeah, in the morning. okay. Do you remember this? I, remember, I, I vividly remember. <laughs> I got I used I talk about the story. I, talk, I got an argument that night. It was someone Did who you? I didn't know. Yeah. <laughs> so, so. Chris, I guess he suspects in his spirit yeah. that somebody up. somebody follows him. <laughs> yeah, somebody. Yeah. And mind you, somebody I'm drunk. Telling us. Yeah. yeah, I'm drunk because I'm following him. Yeah. So he tells, so he calls me on the cell phone like, "Hey, drive around and like park over to somewhere else, like away from his yeah. building." So I'm like, "Oh, okay." Like I'm kind of inebriated, but right. the the. The drunkenness is kind of going down at this point because at this point I'm like, what's, what's going, going on? on? Yeah, yeah. So he like, I'll be right back. <laughs> so, so you parked where he I park. You. I park okay. where he tells me to park. Uh-huh. And I guess he goes in and she pops out on him and she starts to cussing him out. But I guess they this happened at at the building. But then he sends you downstairs. I guess he says, Tanae's in the car. Yeah. Go see what she's doing yeah, 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 yeah. or something. So all... So... She cusses, she's cussing him out. And I guess he comes back downstairs like, today is my friend, so. Yeah, we all, now we all outside. Now everybody's outside. You was drunk. Now that that I'm really thinking about this here, hey, I can see your face like it's clear. You was faded. (laughs) Faded, okay? You was so faded. I was was faded for a lot of reasons. Like, this is my first birthday in a long time. I'm with my dude. He didn't broke up with me. But I'm I'm also with the fucking dress on. Like, I hope you do see me or whatever. I'll put some pictures out there. I'm out here. Man, so she was drunk. <laughs> so next thing I know, the chick uh-huh. opens my door. What? <laughs> Do you remember this? Keep going. And she and, she, and he, I, I can hear, I can hear him saying, "This is just my friend. Yeah, this yeah, is yeah. just my friend." So she opens the door. Come to find out, I know her. Mm. She's my boyfriend's cousin. Mm. She like you went tonight. <laughs> she was ready for the smoke for somebody. She, she was didn't even know. ready for the smoke, and I'm like, no, this is just my friend. This is like, mind you, my my drunkenness hey, is coming down, but at the same time. This is my boyfriend's cousin that I know, and she looking like, oh, you trying to be with my dude? It's about eight degrees, by the way. And no one knew that Max. me and my yeah, it was like eight <laughs> degrees. It was cold. It was snowing like <laughs> the fluffiest snowflakes were falling. And I'm really like, I just want to go yeah, yeah. to safety. Yeah, I want to be. I, want, I don't know what y'all doing. But I, don't know. <laughs> I don't know what y'all doing. So I, they don't know that me and my boyfriend broke up. So this is February. He mm. and I had broke up like end of December, but it ain't like it is now. Now, where you go to Facebook, and even right. now I'm kind of private right. in, in that aspect. Like right. there, so they don't know. They she like that's my cousin girl. I'm like the, the plot thickens. <laughs> so, now at this time I'm arguing. Yeah, you're arguing with, with her friend. friend. Yeah. I don't want to say I her name. I almost said it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> at the time we didn't know each other. We know each other now. I wish yeah. I could shout her out. Yeah. But at the time, so she's just riding with her homegirl, yeah, and right the situation now. looks so fucked up. <laughs> Like, how could you? Like, whoa, whoa, whoa. And I'm like, hey, yo, hold up. Like, no, they just friends. It's snow is point. I don't know her. And I think a, a boxing match is on that night or something. So I maybe had a couple drinks was in the crib. You had to be because you're part of the next part of the story. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> you can go ahead. So we going back and forth. I'm having fun with it, though. I'm having fun. I'm just out here arguing in the snow with somebody who I don't know. And I know that y'all are friends or whatever. Yeah. So I don't think it's no. Because you know since yeah. forever. Yeah. So go ahead. Keep going. <laughs> So she's up there. She even though she's like at admonishing me, like right. you 
such and such girl you my cousin how girl right. yeah how could you and also cussing him out like how could you I didn't follow you since X Y and Z yeah I'm saying know, I didn't know at the time I'm like yeah, that's a while <laughs> so if y'all know Chris y'all know he's like the sweetest yeah, Chris nice. guy nice. on earth he like sings at church <laughs> he's really like a good dude and she is like firing off every cuss word that you can think of she is firing it off at him so at this point like my head is spinning I just want so I guess <laughs> Sonny is done arguing with the friend shout out to her if she listens to this she's yeah. gonna know and then Sonny comes to me and said today you wanna see my dick and what <laughs> you pulled out your dick no 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 <laughs> no you got me confused with the uh, our, his cousin no it was you both it was both of y'all no you show i've seen your man part uh, listen <laughs> before i dispute that at in my younger age <laughs> i was a what they call them in the westerns a quick draw i was a quick draw what's a quick draw what it well you get the gun out real quick <laughs> i was a, I was a quick draw so i'm still gonna um <laughs> i feel like you got the un- <laughs> unmitigated goal right now but i can't i cannot 100 deny i was a quick I, draw listen both y'all because you were on one side and he was on the other side of the car. And I'm like, I'm doing this. I'm in the car. And you like, hey, today. You and I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> and then he says, you and I'm like, what? And y'all are cracking up. <laughs> y'all are cracking up because you, you knew me back then. I right. was, was kind of really conservative, too. Like, right. I, I think I'm more out of my shell right. now. But back then, it was like, what are you doing? <laughs> And I'm drunk and I didn't got cussed out. It's cold. I but you do you remember you remember you kicked him out the car. I was out the car and it was just you and him. And I think he was making one more lap or something. And so this is what I remember about the story. Like I said, I was a quick draw, so yeah. I can't a thousand percent say that, yeah. that that didn't happen. I remember him doing that. Because I remember him telling me doing it. You kicked him out the car a couple buildings up. <laughs> So, like, I remember him walking back in the dead of winter. I'm like, what happened? He's still crying, laughing. <laughs> He's like, I pulled my dick out. She kicked me out the car. <laughs> no, you had did it, too. But you didn't get inside. This is when I have us parked. Hold on, hold on. And hold on. you opened my door and showed I put my penis out or I showed you a picture? You pulled your actual. You, you were wild. like. You said, look, you want to see? (laughs) You put it down. And I know this to be true because I called my best friend, Juanisha. After it happened, I said, that other person and you did it. And she was like, they are nuts. Because, you know, back then, everybody knew y'all to be crazy. So it wasn't like uh, sexual harassment. It was like, they are nuts. Yeah, we was doing it to be funny. I can't believe I... I can't tell you as a grown man, from somebody I was even trying to sleep with, how many times I didn't just pull it (laughs) out. Dang. So, yeah, that was a crazy-ass story. I don't know if my boyfriend's cousin was going to beat my ass that right. night because she thought, and her and her homegirls probably ready to jump me. Everybody's well, drunk. Everybody's drunk. But when they opened the door and it was me, it was kind of like, we can't jump her. Right. <laughs> like, she ain't done. And I'm like, And no. the friend who I was arguing with, she get down. I didn't seen her fight a couple times. Yeah. She get down. She been fighting a long yeah, time. Yeah, she get down. She don't play. I hope she listening because she knows she is. <laughs> you get down. I know you can, you can throw them. She can throw the ball. That's, that's a part of the reason why I was even going back I'm like, this is a real fucking battle right here. And she was going, she wasn't going back down. That's yeah, that's why I had to like, let me start laughing and let her know. I don't give a shit about what they got going on. I, like, I am not trying to set him up with yeah. whatever. So to end this story, months later, I end up getting back with my ex, mm-hmm. who ended up being my child's father. And he was like, yeah, such and such told me that you yeah. was trying to, yeah, mind yeah. you, we weren't together. Yeah, yeah but you was, was still, still his. Yeah. That's, that's, that's <laughs> what the theme of this whole thing is. It's still his. And it was still hers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he was like, because, you know, he was trying to question me. And he was like, yeah, I know you was having sex. You, because such and such told me. And yeah, he don't even know. Hand. He don't even know all that transpired <laughs> behind that whole situation. You ever situation. heard the story? I tried to, he don't believe it. Oh. I tried to explain yeah, hey, to yeah, him. Yeah, she's lying, bro. <laughs> I didn't pull my dick out. She 100% lying. Not that, not that I think about it, bro. You right. <laughs> she lying. <laughs> I am not lying. You were there. I ended up going home. I drove home really, really slow. Dang. And so I Chris think- tried to save your life, and we almost ruined it. <laughs> and I, I think she went. end up going upstairs with him that night. Yeah, and before. And probably had makeup sex. And they fucked. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm, 
hundred percent sure this happened. So uh, <laughs> my next story also comes from Jennifer from Memphis, mm-hmm. and it's called the travel story. She tells good stories. Let's hear it. She said, went to New Orleans for Mardi Gras when I was 18, rode down with a friend and her dad with another friend, then broke down on the way, had to wait six hours at a rest stop, finally get there and we're staying, we'll finally get to New Orleans, and we're finally staying at her family's house down there. The house looked like a crack house and there were random ass mattresses all over the floor. <sighs> Yikes. The roaches had roaches. Mm. It was disgusting. No running water. I was pissed. We no dis- running water? <laughs> yeah. No. When was this? This before Katrina or after? I, it doesn't say. It don't matter. <laughs> um, so the, um, the, the roaches had roaches. It was disgusting. No running water. I was pissed. We decided to go out and my friend said one of her, some of her cousins would take us to a club that allowed 18 year olds in. So mind you, she's 18. These are 18-year-old decisions. For sure. Because, well, even at 18, when I saw the roaches, I'm leaving, yeah. period. So I don't even know how this keeps going. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so. But 18, yeah. This I'm is ridiculous. So they took them to a club that allowed 18-year-olds in. We were literally taken to a house where male strippers were dancing and there were prostitutes serving up people just out in the open. Another, no, more drugs. Okay. Right. Turns out my friend did not know these fools at all. They weren't her cousins. She had just met them. Oh my we asked them to take us back, and she wanted to ride with this one guy. While we were riding back, the car that she was in turns off, and we kept going. I kept asking where they were going, and these dudes just turned the music up. We get to some abandoned house, and me and my friend jump out and bail. We ran until we couldn't run anymore. We finally come across a motel and decide to get a room. I called my dad and asked him to come get us. The guy asked us how many hours we need Mm -mm -mm. for the room. Her dad was coming from, she called her dad from out of town. She's from Memphis. Oh, my goodness. She went to New Orleans for her 18th. I'm going to let my daughter hear this story, too. (laughs) Um. So, okay, it said, how many hours, where did I leave? Oh, yeah, the guy asked us how how many hours we need for the room. The bed was filthy, and there was a crack pipe in the kitchen sink and a used condom next to the bed. We slept upright in chairs. The next morning, we caught a cab to a safe place and waited the 10 hours it would take for my dad to get there. My friend who went in the other car did a bunch of drugs, got raped, and dumped on the side of the street. She woke up and walked to a police substation, and they arrested her for public intoxication. If you get locked up during Mardi Gras, you don't get you don't get out until Mardi Gras is over. I lost all faith in humanity that trip and never spoke to my friend again. I felt terrible she got raped and done like that, but I was just so mad she would put us in a situation like that by lying. Yo, Jennifer W. <laughs> Your decision making with friends and who you go out with is catastrophic. Jesus. Did you say catastrophic? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm on her. I'm on her terms now. <laughs> that Lord. is a wild. That's nuts. That's yeah. Them some them some crazy ass stories for real. <laughs> for real. You did a voiceover over, over those. <laughs> she would never be the same again. <laughs> <laughs> that is a, a fact. That is a, Jennifer. I don't know how old you are now, but I hope your decision making has. I hope she passes knowledge on. Gotten better. I hope that you've sought counseling because these are just two weird ass situations. Yeah. Shout out to her for not getting in that car. So. Shout out to her. So, Sonny, what what crazy story do you have? This for gonna us be to a share? short one, and okay. I'm, I'm really don't want to tell it based on the story that you just told that I was in. <laughs> yeah. Now I'm be painting a certain light to people. Let me preface this by saying, <laughs> you listen. I'm a, I'm a safe man. I'm, I'm a changed man. He's changed. I, I'm, I'm, I'm a good guy. I'm not like this anymore. But <laughs> uh, probably 22, 23. around the same time. That was the same time my story happened. Because I was 24, so you yeah, were 23. Yeah yeah, yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. So, yeah, this makes sense. <laughs> um, It was this. She was, a, she was a real thick. I don't know where she came from. I don't know if she went to Grand Blanc, whatever. But for some reason, she was like new to the city, right? Yeah. So she, like celebrations, you remember celebrations? Of course, so I lived there. Whenever was... she came in celebrations, whatever she wore, she tore the thing down. You hear me? <laughs> yeah. Um. So my man, I almost did something crazy. My homeboy <laughs> ended up sleeping with her or whatever. So mm. 
we, we were cool, you know what I'm saying, on social media and all that. But she was a freak, a big old freak. She was the big old freak before Megan. All right? Big old freak. But, um. Wow. So, like, I'm like, oh, what, you gonna, you gonna let me beat? <laughs> and then she's like, no. But, like, she would, like, send nasty videos and this and this. So, one time she asked to see my, see my dick or whatever. Now, at the time, I couldn't just, you could only send picture mail so, so much data yeah. in a month. Or, like, it was weird. So whenever I needed to get an email a picture, I would upload it to MySpace, take it down, not public MySpace, right. upload it, take it down, then I would have it in my files. Mm-hmm. So I did that, sent it to her or whatever, kept going on about my day. And then um, my phone rang, and it was my homeboy. It was actually Homeboy B from Chicago Trip. I answered the phone. Hello? What the fuck are you doing, bro? I'm about to go hoop. <laughs> what, you, what the fuck are you doing? I said, Phil, I'm about to go who? I'm thinking, like, maybe I shouldn't go who? Maybe it's something, there's something going on out there. <laughs> right. I said, what you mean? Your dick is on MySpace. So, like, back then, MySpace had just came out with the top eight, right? And, like, and people were serious about top eight. Yeah, but my top eight, I didn't know whenever I uploaded that picture, it was going to be in, like, you know how you do recent uploads yeah. in Facebook? But so my profile picture was my dick <laughs> on MySpace. Like, I, I got rid of MySpace. Listen. I tried to delete the picture, but I could delete the picture, but it wouldn't come down off my top eight. <laughs> so since it didn't, I had to go through emails. I deleted my MySpace, never used MySpace again. Never used MySpace again and never. I, just, I, I said this years ago when I was like 25. Listen, I will never send a dick pic again. Me and a bunch of coworkers said that. And like a week later, uh, three out of the five people was like, nah, I did. <laughs> just that quick. Well, guys, Sonny has been. I am delivered. <laughs> That's a fact. He doesn't I'm behave that me. way anymore. And this is our last submitted crazy ass story for the episode. You want me to go? Yeah. That's yours. Okay, this one comes from Big Fine Ass Charlotte. What up, Charlotte? Out of Fort Worth. Big Fine Ass Charlotte. Hey, Charlotte. So back when I first moved from Flint in like 06, 07, me, Black Lady Willie, mm, Yo and Dunn, God damn, are they a gang? <laughs> <laughs> was at the crib, and it's late, and there was a knock at the door. Somebody mumbling, so my homegirl opened the door. A white girl stumbled in with a tank top and panties on. These stories as well. Wild. <laughs> she runs up on me and pulled out a bag, and it's full of crystals. I don't know what it is. And keys to a Lexus and talking about, don't let them get me. She passes out after we get her calm. Letty went out and to check the whip by now. Dunn and Yo got some pup. Oh, partners. Got some partners fall through. We taking turns flexing in the whip. Oh, my goodness. One of the dudes took took girl back to his spot. <gasps> we still got the whip. Two days passed. We parking in different country yards so we'll be safe. We went through the car looking for identification uh, to call for ransom money. What? <laughs> you bartered the car back. We on, we on pay phones thinking we slick. Then, boom, later that day. Loss was at my door. I'm playing short bus dumb. You hear me? <laughs> Meanwhile, we alert the homies to ditch the whip. Uh, ditch the whip. The spot hot. Lord, I don't know what we got out of that shit, but we did. I don't know how we got out of that shit, but we did. Oh, yeah. Later found out the crystal pack was ice. Bitch ran off on the trick and the plug. And we got the scoop the next day from my dog when Shay. Oh, shoddy. Is that shoddy? That's- I don't know. Shay White sobered up. I hope that ain't name. <laughs> Maybe a shot he sobered up. That's crazy. That's insane. He said, first of all, I knew it was going to be some thuggish shit when it was black, <laughs> Lady, Will- Lady Willie, or maybe that's Lady Willie, and Yo and Dunn. And the story came from Big Fine Charlotte. Yeah, this is how Charlotte, that's how the police I was identifying y'all. <laughs> when they taping names up and and, and bringing the, the story together, it's always a Dunn and a black Lady Willie. I knew that was happening. <laughs> I told you that. I want to give a special thanks to every person that submitted a crazy ass story. This is good stories. And the four that made it onto air was wild. You guys went all the way out. So I want to thank uh, my my talkers out there and my listeners. So, Sonny, who we're going to select on air. Who do you think had the craziest ass story? I think all the stories were crazy, but my pick is going to have to go to Jennifer W. We had two from her. Yes. But 
Well, she threw unmitigated, <laughs> the unmitigated gore, and like so the there were it was a bunch of criminals involved in all these stories, but the intricacies of this criminal who she worked with yeah. was absolutely uh, immaculate. Shout out to him. Shout he out knows to him. He probably uh, represented a lot of people. He probably out there now scamming. Somebody. Yeah, he's a lawyer for sure. He has you know to he be, is. and he do coke, and that's what they be doing. They I mean, I don't want to. You know what? My homeboy told me that years ago. Hey, lawyers do coke. Just out the blue, that's what he told me. Lawyers, they do do coke. What? We don't want to, you know, generalize, but yeah, you guys are doing good. Okay. So I want to thank my guest, uh, Sonny of the Keep It A Book podcast. Y'all heard him on my show today, so y'all know that he is hilarious. He has, you know, great conversations. So make sure that you follow him. So tell Appreciate my it. listeners where all your social media handles are. It is Keep It A Book podcast on Instagram. It's Keep It A Book underscore pod. And remember, you got to put the scent sign when you uh, type it in, whether it's on iTunes, Spotify. You got to put the scent sign for the C because you you can't keep it a buck without making sense. Oh, <laughs> that's a cold ass tagline. <laughs> that's a cold ass tagline. So it. to it. my it. listeners yeah, out there, all of those, uh, how to follow him and everything about him will be in the show notes of the show. Make sure you leave a response or a review and signing in true to Nate Talks fashion. You got to get your shout outs. My shout outs? Mm-hmm. Uh, I want to shout you out. For one, I want to shout you out for having me on the show. I want to shout you out for having the show and, you know, stepping out and doing your thing. I like what you're doing. Thank you. I want to shout out all the people from Flint as well. Shout out to Flint. We out here yeah, doing it. Down here in Texas. And um, making my homestead down here in Dallas, I want to shout out shout out people in Dallas. And I got to shout out Chris. He was in a couple stories. <laughs> so shout out to my homeboy, Chris. You heard Shout out so I gotta give my shout out Shout out to my sweetheart today Who is babysitting Our children today Well my child So they're coming to do the show today In peace He had a fabulous day At Six Flags yesterday And his energy is still on a million mm. And yeah So shout out to them Shout out to Tyra and Miller A shout out to Chris Chris you don't know How important in my life You have been Since <laughs> I was 10 years old You have been making me laugh And bringing much joy And you were part of Several stories So, so shout out to Chris uh, We don't want to get His social media handles All y'all women out there Gonna be trying to Get you a Chris yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's poison and, and shout out to Flint You know Sonny and I are both from Flint And Flint is who made us And now we're in Dallas So shout out Can to the more shout out since Absolutely. Flint, to Scouts Honor, my homeboy. I'm wearing Scouts Honor right now. That's uh, nice. My homeboy from Flint, Scouts Honor Clothing Company. Yeah, they do a lot of good clothing, custom-made clothing. So I want to give a shout-out to Scouts Honor, too. I like that. Can you give me their info? And we'll make sure Appreciate that we it. have that in the show for notes sure, as sure. well. No problem. And maybe I'll give me a custom yeah, well, We're going to get you something. Yeah, we're going to get you something. something. Yeah, 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 Hey, shout-out to you <laughs> For Lent. All right, so uh, remember, today Talks and you listen. Right now, you can go on SpreadShirt.com and get all of your today Talks merchandise. You can also follow me at today Talks on Instagram and also on Facebook. Remember... This thing is not free uh, for me to keep doing, but I love what I do. So if you want to contribute and hear more crazy ass stories, you can uh, send money to PayPal to Tanae under, uh, excuse me, Tanae.sim07 at gmail.com. That's T-Y-N-E-E dot S-I-M-S 07 at gmail.com through PayPal or via cash app at Tanae Tune. That's Dollar sign T Y N E E T U N E. That's the my cash app. Or you can support, just support, support, you know, support me, support it, support the movement. Um, Tanae loves to talk to interesting people about their interesting stories. And our next episode will be airing in December called The Highlights and Bullshit of 2019. We're gonna be talking about all mm. the things that have happened this year leading us into our next decade. So until next time. Yeah, I'll come over, just not right now. Yeah, because I'm about to tune into Tanae Talks. Because unlike what you be talking about, if Tanae's talking about it, it must be worth being talked about. Yo, it's Tanae Talks. We can talk about it right Today talks right here. We're gonna talk about it right here. We're gonna talk about everything you like.